Hey everybody, Chase Nobles here from Kush.com. Super excited about the show today. We've got Chris Karazin from Carol Indica here. I'm looking at one of his products right now, Delta-8 THC capsules, which is a an interesting cannabinoid. There's a fair amount of uncertainty around it. And uh, we've got Chris Karazin on the show today to kind of talk about his business, North Carolina hemp industry, and what they're up to over there. Good morning, Chris. Good morning. Thanks for letting me have this opportunity. I'm very excited to be talking to you. Excited to have you on the show, man. Well, first question right out of the gate is mm-hmm. you're in the Delta 8 THC product manufacturing realm. What has that been like? And what are kind of the, the, the pros and cons of entering that space with the, the, the regulatory uncertainty around the cannabinoid? Yeah. So because we're in North Carolina, um, the future of cannabis here is probably still a couple years away. So Delta 8 THC was really a awesome product for being able to provide a lot of the values that typical cannabis and marijuana users are looking for, but also doing it in a you know legal fashion derived from hemp. And so it's been a really interesting development in this scene because the DEA did come out and say that they weren't uh, super approving of it, let's just say, but then we haven't really heard from them since. So there's not really any uh, tangible guidelines on how to go about Delta 8 at this point in time. But it's been super exciting. Um, we started off going around the storefronts, bringing in, you know, cartridges mostly, and most people had never even heard of it. And so we had to go through the whole process of this is a new product. I know it says THC, but it is technically legal. Here's the COA, you know, it's compliant and all that. And so it's definitely been um, interesting, let's just put it that way, because it's a great product. A lot of people like it. It's got um, some great pain uh producing like it's really great for helping people with pain it also does have some stimulating um you know psychoactive effects which is very unique for any sort of hemp derived product that can be sold legally right now so it's a really cool sort of i mean gray area let's just call it right now and north carolina so far has um, not taken any specific steps themselves to do anything about it so it's it's definitely growing and flourishing here. There's a lot of um, competition now at this point. In the beginning, we didn't really see any Delta Eight, but have, over time, other people have realized it's a great product, and so it's it's really picking up here, and it's exciting to be a part of it. Okay, awesome, awesome, great. And for 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 people that you know don't know, can you tell them a little bit about how Delta Eight is made mm-hmm. and and how it's a, 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 a legal cannabinoid right now in the U.S. Yeah, so it's actually derived from CBD isolates. And so it doesn't start as, um, you know, marijuana. It comes from hemp, then it's processed into that isolate with then it becomes the Delta 8 through extraction and all those complicated methods. And so that's the biggest thing is it doesn't ever start, it doesn't ever go into the realm of the Delta 9 THC. It is always, in fact, um, well, not it's always, uh, but it is the stuff we sell of course is compliant meaning it's got less than 0.3 percent thc in it or delta 9 thc in it to be clear and so that's really what separates it is the two factors that number one it's derived from a hemp product and number two it is um compliant in its final form meaning less than 0.3 percent thc which is what all the federal guidelines are for Awesome. Awesome. I see you're from North Carolina. I was actually born and raised in Knoxville, Tennessee. So not too far away. It looks yeah. like you went to App, App State. Yep. Appalachian State up in the mountains. Beautiful up in Boone. Place. It is beautiful yeah. up there. I, b- I bought my first whitewater kayak out of Boone, North Carolina. Really? Oh yeah. Awesome. Yep. Love that area. Love that area. But what, what has running a business in North Carolina been like? You mentioned kind of the regulatory 
uh, environment in North Carolina. It sounds pretty open, but what has it actually been like on the ground running a business in the state? Yeah, so um, North Carolina has certainly supported the growing of hemp here. Um, we used to be huge tobacco growers, of course, a lot of people know us as that. Um, but that has, you know, of course, been outsourced to other countries for the most part. And so hemp has actually become one of the greatest cash crops around here. And so that's heavily supported by North Carolina. And we're still one of those states that you can drive around in the back of a pickup truck because we're a, um, you know, uh, growing state. And so we're very focused on the growing, but when it comes down to more the final products and other stuff like that with the processors, especially we work with some very large processors in North Carolina and North Carolina has um, been somewhat of a little thorn to those processors, especially the people kind of trying to be on the cutting edge. Um, Delta 8 is a good example of that. We've had some processors in North Carolina actually not want to continue doing it anymore for whatever different reasons. And so it's it's been um, definitely interesting talking to everybody else. If you're on the growing side, you're super supported by North Carolina. Once we get past that, it starts to be more complicated and a little bit more complex, but so far, Everything has been going pretty well. Um, I really can't complain. I think North Carolina is a great state and they definitely are supporting the businesses here and helping to make sure everything goes smoothly. And they definitely, they incorporated the 2018 Farm Bill as well. And so they're, they're definitely um, supportive of this, but at the end of the day, they still are only decriminalized with legal marijuana. They have no medical stuff in the works. And so we're kind of the most Northern state that that's really the case. And from what I've you know understood, because um, North Virginia right above us, way more liberal with their marijuana stuff. And so we are definitely a company that is, of course, very interested in being on the front of the marijuana cannabis scene when that does come around. But we don't really know when that's going to be. Hopefully, though, with all the success this hemp has been bringing in, North Carolina will only see the value of going cannabis soon. So, so you're, you're looking at hemp as a stepping stone into legal recreational cannabis or legal medical cannabis in the state. Correct. Yeah, 100%. Uh, we're building clients and showing who we are, helping to get our name out right now. Right on. And what does the retail environment look like out there? Is it is it a bunch of vape shops or, or CBD and hemp products being sold mostly in, you know, like uh health and wellness stores what's what's kind of the environment in north carolina and how's that sales process been for you all yeah so there actually was quite a uh, vape boom here there was every scene block would have a new vape shop a couple years back and so typically most um retail environments are somewhat of a vape smoke shop with cbd of course in it there are some health uh centers and there there are of course some uh, vertically integrated companies in north carolina that you know, grow it themselves and sell it in their own storefronts and all those types of things. But for the most part, where you're going to find uh, the best CBD products and Delta 8 and all that is definitely going to be at a vape shop slash smoke shop slash kind of get anything you kind of want there. A lot of those shops will sell phones too and all sorts of little knickknacks and, you know, those types of things. So it's kind of an interesting place to walk around in and kind of see what all they're selling because it's very diverse, but there are a ton of those shops. I mean, it is not a unique to have one, I would say. Just, there was a huge boom where they were opening up on every corner. And so I'm sure that yeah. grew customer demand too for, for hemp products. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it works well with the way that a lot of hemp products are vaped too. So like our cartridges are definitely finding a good niche in the people who go around, you know, vaping. And then they also want the, the values of the cannabinoids that we sell. So uh, we definitely have seen a lot of success with the vape 
seeing around here and integrating hemp with it for sure. Right on. Awesome. Now I see you're making, you're making Delta eight capsules. That's what you have on the platform right now, but mm -hmm. I'm curious, what other kind of products are you making? What, and where, where do you fit in the supply chain? You know, if somebody's looking to work with, with you all, Carol Indica, where do you all fit in the supply chain and, and how would you work with, you know, potential partners and, and retail outlets? Yeah. So we only do a small amount of extraction, mostly actually like um, hash, like pressing type of extraction. And so for the most part, what we're starting with is the um, like extracts, like kilos of different types of cannabinoids and all those things. And so um, we fit in the supply chain by turning those into the finished products typically. And so a lot of what we're actually doing is going around North Carolina and talking to different people. There's some incredible growers spread all across North Carolina. There's some incredible extractors all around. Asheville in particular is an incredible place for those. And so we see ourselves as kind of some of the connoisseurs really trying to find everyone who do, does something very well. We want to work with them in some way, some shape. Um, we, we definitely are only trying to expand our sales um, market, like our supply chains and sales uh, channels. And so we are definitely someone who can help sell whatever it is people are working on. And we're really going around just trying to see what everyone does well, get an understanding more of how people are doing things and why, and then just helping our customers find the best products that we can possibly find. And typically we try and stick to North Carolina all around. And so that's kind of where we're standing right now but we're only trying to also do more things in-house you know we are planning on a farm more extractions and all those types of things in the future but for the for the meantime we really just take it upon ourselves to find the best beginning products usually in north carolina and then turn those into something that customers really enjoy usually with some blends some other added values in there and there, there's a lot of things that can be done i mean it's 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 quite a it's quite a game of playing with all these you know there there are so many things that you can do and there's so many things you can target whether you're looking to help people with sleep with pain just having you know a little bit of fun like a little buzz type of thing so we're really just trying to diversify everything and be able to help our you know anyone looking to get some good products of north carolina origins we we're, we're trying to have those all unlocked right on homegrown i like that is it uh, so so it's mostly the sales and distribution role that yeah you're sales and distribution First right start. on and and what has that been like growth wise for you all and and i guess you know when did you really get started into this space and and how's it been so far yeah so we started really um in the beginning of this year i would say though um around march covid actually gave us a lot more free time we did we're doing other things i was personally selling residential solar systems but um you know everything gets shut down north carolina has like a mandatory do not leave your house type of thing unless you need to so that actually gave us a ton of free time and we started with cbd of course we built tinctures salves uh created some interesting things with some cbd products isolate discipline all that but then come around like uh april may is when delta eight really became something that we were interested in and so we very quickly found some delta eight suppliers and started pushing that out and so come summertime we actually started to see a huge boom with the delta eight which then of course led to um, a lot more interest in the rest of the cbd products as well and so if i had to give anything this the the boost i'd say the biggest thing was that delta eight really was something north carolina had never seen before you were never able to go into a smoke shop and get something that actually makes you feel different you know you can get like a vape you can get nicotine you can get some sort of fake cbd stuff or not fake but like you know um, just stuff that isn't going to really provide any real mental effects 
And so that's what really Delta 8 helped us separate ourselves was, is that we are someone who adapts quickly to new things. This industry is always moving, so we're always trying to change with it. And Delta 8 was a good example of that because we were really quick on that. And all of a sudden, a lot of people were interested in it. And I mean, developed a lot of good connections with some storefronts. We have um, our websites become only more and more popular throughout the year. It seems like every week we have more and more orders. And so it's definitely been... I wouldn't say like a rapid spike, but it's been a solid, consistent growth throughout the year. And it really gets us excited about next year and what we can do. Right on. I think, you know, staying local is a really smart idea because you have control over that market, right? We see Mm -hmm. so many people trying to do national expansion all at once. And it's just, it's so much to handle, right? Where, you know, it sounds like there's a great market right in your backyard. So it's, it's exciting. You've been able to tap into that so well, especially on such a short timeline. What, what, what what led you to starting the company in general? Because you know, selling solar panels and starting a hemp in, like a hemp business is two vastly different uh, businesses. What 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 led you to kind of take that jump, take that leap? Yeah, so there's a couple of pieces to that. Um, I would say that this has been a, a dream of ours for quite a while to have actually a cannabis business. Um, for almost a decade now, it's been something that we've been really passionate about. And so getting out of college, of course, I want to get my feet on the ground and be doing um, some stuff with renewable energy. Because like I said, I went to Appalachian State and we're very renewable out there. And so that's actually some principles we're bringing into this hemp camp, uh, cannabis industry as well. It's very renewable, very earth friendly. We're trying to only make things better than when we touched it. We're definitely not going to um, be one of those companies that makes short takes shortcuts and you know, does things that might hurt the environment or just, you know, there's so many ways to be renewable and we're trying to only be better at that. And so I'd say it's a couple pieces. We we really wanted to create something uh, in the future. And this year was really our year where we're like, you know what, it's time, let's start building. And so we started again, small CBD, didn't expect to have much free time to do it. You know, I was still doing sales, um, got promoted a couple of times in the positions I was working at. So things are going well, but then, you know, COVID happens and all of a sudden I have a ton of extra free time. And it's like, this is what I want to be doing. This is what I knew I've always wanted to be doing. This is it. So we're still working on other things. You know, there are some other pieces in the pipeline, you know, other ways we're receiving some revenue, but this is really our focus. And it's the second we really started it, we knew like, this is us. This is what we want to do for a decade. So. That's amazing. And when it comes to, you know, expansion into recreational and medical cannabis, what is, what's, what's going on in North Carolina? Have there been ballot initiatives? Have they failed? Or is it something still pretty far out on the horizon? So it seems like every year or two, there's something new that could potentially unlock cannabis in some form or fashion. Um, decriminalizing it is something that South Carolina hasn't done so we are a little further along than they are because you can still go to jail for an eighth of weed in South Carolina. Um, so it's it's definitely one of those things that we have high hopes, but at the end of the day, um, there's just not really been any strong pushes in any legislation that we've seen there. There's not anything saying there's a distinct hope. But of course, we pay attention in the whole scene of the country. The snowball started a long time ago it is rolling. It has now become very huge. I know North Carolina understands that. They definitely see it as inevitable. However, when that happens is still up in the air. We're hoping in within five years, somewhere between three and five would be ideal. But I mean, we wouldn't be surprised if it's seven. And, you know, we, we have ulterior plans too. you know, we could always 
um, take on Virginia and, you know, other areas near us. Like, like you said earlier, we're not trying to be a huge national company anytime soon. We want to keep it small, keep it local. We're very dedicated to our customers. A lot of them message us on Instagram or, you know, email us, even a couple text us at this point in time. So we, we like being very on the ground with the customers, hearing what people think, hearing what they like, adapting as things go. And yeah, I mean, in, in, we're really hoping cannabis becomes legal here in the near future, but we can't really, you know, it's kind of one of those things plan for the best or, you know, uh, plan for the plan for the best. I'm messing this up. Yeah, that's okay. For that's the best, okay. Plan for the worst. Thank you. Messed that up a lot. But yeah, <laughs> that's kind of what we're trying to do there. No, I think it's fair. And, you know, it's, it's one of those things where a lot of times, you know, the business you have now is a stepping stone to the business that you want to be in the future. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we as a company have gone through so many different evolutions and transitions. We started out as a tourism business in Seattle for recreational cannabis consumers mm -hmm. and evolved into Kush.com, the marketplace. Um, fortunately, though, we were early enough in the space to build a network. And so that's exactly, it seems like where you all are at, at this, you know, stage in the business. So it's exciting to watch, you know, it'll be exciting to see you uh, how things go over the next couple of years and, you know, where the industry progresses to, especially out on the East coast where, you know, uh, uh, the perspective is different when it comes to cannabis. So, um, when, when, when it comes to, you know, what you're looking for and why you signed up on kush.com and, and who you're looking to meet and, you know, kind of who you're looking to talk to through this, through this podcast, who are you trying to reach out to and how, how can the network listening right now be helpful to Carol Indica? Of course. So first and foremost, anyone in North Carolina, whatever you're doing, we would love to connect with you. That's always something that we're anytime someone says, oh, I know someone who does this. Let's talk. So anyone in North Carolina, but we're really um, more than anything. We have recently expanded our production capabilities for cartridges, capsules and gummies. Gummies are something we've really been working hard on. And so we're able to produce quite a lot of Delta 8 products and, you know, we're able to switch out the cannabinoids, produce a lot of different types of things. And so more than anything, we're hoping to connect with some B2B, um, you know, sales opportunities and just be able to provide some of our products to different outlets that we haven't already been able to reach. And so I, I really like Kush being a nationwide thing. It's got cannabis, it's got hemp. I know it's got tons of people on it. We've actually bought some products on it before. Um, and so it's, it's definitely something that we just want to be a part of more than anything else, but we know we have some great products. We know we can sell them for great prices that people can really profit on. And as a smaller company, you know, we keep our overhead very low, so we don't have huge, you know, absorbent prices, massive MOQs, you know, we usually make things in smaller batches, not, not small batches, but smaller batches. And so we're just really hoping to connect with a lot of people who might be interested in something, things we can produce. And also, I mean, more than anything, we just like to talk to people, hear from them, hear what they do, get some ideas and bounce our ideas off of them, you know? Great. Well, that's amazing. Cause without, without people like you and businesses like yours, you know, kush.com wouldn't be here. So you will definitely find the community on kush.com and everybody else can find you, Chris Karazin and Carol Indica on kush.com via the brands tab. So super excited to have you here and uh, appreciate you coming on the show today. Thanks so much. I really appreciate it too. All right. 